Welcome back to the Slab Bodyboarding Waxing On podcast series. I do have to apologize for the lack of content of the last few months. The back end of 2022 was absolutely manic for me. But we're back. I've got two new hosts, so hopefully we're going to get through some really good chat and uh, maybe some insight into what's going on in the world of bodyboarding. In this episode, we'll be wrapping up the 2022 IBC World Tour. We'll dive into the 2023 World Tour. We'll look at the Barcos Invitational, Lost Numbers Pro, and finally, the upcoming Pipe Challenge. This episode is brought to you by Red Originals. We've teamed up to bring you some of the best quality outdoor accessories available. They offer everything from dry bags to high-performance outdoor clothing, but specifically, and definitely my favorite, are their dry robes and changing robes. The Red Original Pro Change Evo has been designed to protect wearers from wind, rain, and pesky onlookers trying to catch a sneak peek of your naughty bits. I mean, I know they're only human, but that shit ain't free. Anyway, jump on the link in my Instagram bio to go check out their awesome range. Alan and Aaron, welcome to the Slab Bodyboarding Podcast. Thank you so much for jumping on. We'll just run through a little introduction and let people know exactly who you are. So I'm here with Alan Horsfield and Aaron Withers, uh, two bodyboarders based in the UK. I would uh, definitely call them friends. And, um, yeah, man. Yeah, it's so good to have you guys on. We'll start off with Al because he's, he's done this before. But um, just give us some background about who you are, where you come from, and uh, how long you've been in, in the bodyboarding game. And also just about your... Like what board do you ride and uh, where's your surf- favorite surf break? Ah, well, thanks for having me back uh, again, Chris. Um, it's great to be on here. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm Alan Horsfield. I'm an aging bodyboarder um, based in London, but I grew up in Newark in Cape Town, um, then missioned around for a little bit and ended up uh, in Port Off in the Eastern Cape, um, which um, basically is host to my favorite wave. And if you can see in the background there, that is a doodle that my my mate did for my 40th birthday um, of West Beach. So, yeah, left wedge. Um, so that's that's my my gravy is left wedges. So here in the UK, um, I try and head to West Wales um, to surf BHS and North Wales to surf the wedge up there with with George Bevan. It's probably one of the better waves that I've ever come across. It's actually unbelievable when it's firing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, boards-wise, I am a collector of bodyboards, so yeah. I have an absolute range. Um, if I surf in Bristol, I tend to end up on my um, old Elementor P skip. I feel the volume in the in the fresh water that goes amazingly. Um, then I've got uh, an HP Custom that I ride in winter um, from Marcus So Quad um, Quad Channel and. <clears throat> That goes sick. And my new board that I gave myself for Christmas was a, is a, a hub, uh, Jared Houston with a sci-fi, um, sci-fi and uh, quad core. So I've had a quad nice. core Jared for the last few years. Um, and now I've got the sci-fi. So I'm pretty stoked to be riding that. Nice board. Sick. sick. Very cool. Very cool. And yourself, Aaron, give us a bit of background about yourself. Um, so I've been bodyboarding. I'm from the UK, obviously. Um, I would say 25 years, maybe. I'm only, well, saying I'm only 25 now. Yeah, so about 25 years. Funny enough, I started stand-up surfing, hooked into it instantly. But 
I just saw this sponger and I just thought, you know what, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I did that. Um, age of 19, moved to Croyd, North Devon, um, just sort of dialed into sort of like what to do, how to do it, how to read waves, blah, blah, blah. Um, and because I lifeguarded down there, it gave me the opportunity to surf the summers and then travel the winters, mm-hmm. which then gave me the the broader picture of the travel, um, which just went on and on and on. I love the sport. I absolutely love it. There's nothing better, I don't reckon, just being in touch mm-hmm. and being in the water. Um, go with my boards. Well, you know me. I'm I'm you've you've met me, Chris. I'm literally mm-hmm. five foot four. I'm tiny. So <laughs> try and find a 39, 38-inch board. No chance. Not anymore. No. So so like Al said, I've gone, I've got um a 39-inch PE uh hub, a Jared Houston hub absolutely love it it's it's my go-to board for the winter and especially mm-hmm. the wave when it's like four degrees it's it gives me that that flex and stiffness yeah anywhere else nrg cores for me all yeah. year round any water any temp that mm-hmm. is that's my go-to board um the last couple of years i've gone for the pride uh customs funny enough the the plc custom templates the heartbreaker okay. oh yeah. my god their dreams they are like so good. weapons of mass destruction those those boards <laughs> honestly <laughs> like the first one i got was a was a bat i couldn't control it even in those heavy north cornwick cornish like beach breaks that, that we go yeah. to i couldn't control it so i then had to get the next one i had to get a crescent um which is a bit more controllable but yeah those boards yeah highly 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 rate those I could yeah. do. I uh, middle of last year, I gave one away at a raffle. The um, big colorway too. Yeah, it was a, um, like a <laughs> dark green deck and orange bottom. It was their PLC heartbreaker? Yeah, did a raffle oh, again. One of those. Mate, honestly, the, it's so thin. It's yeah. such a thin board. I was like, so sad to see it go. Fortunately, it was a one forty-one and a half, and that's not not for me. <laughs> oh yeah going back to the hubs actually i have my gopro board is actually a hub and it's a 40.25 <laughs> sounds okay. minimal dif- difference but yeah that that quarter of an inch is just too much for me it, it i i felt like i had a boat Jeez. so I, you I, also I, you also won a gopro photo challenge on one of on that board didn't you yeah on the blue hub yeah yeah that, no. yeah that was at the wave actually yeah that was a yeah. couple years was that before covid or after I can't remember. It was last year. Anyway, anyway, yeah. so nice. You you won a competition with Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool. You, you, Pretty you cool. spend quite a bit of time at the wave, Aaron. Um, what do you feel about volume for boards in the fresh water? Do you feel like you need to change that, or do you just ride your same board? I just ride the same board, but going back to that hub, that blue hub, that extra, that little bit of size difference. I, it's hard to tell. It's such a quick little funky rampy wave that I don't think it makes massive a difference unless you are, I'm only five foot four. So unless you're taller, it, you, you can then play around with the volume, but because it's not sole and because it's, it's fresh water, it's a hard one to tell. Some people, it's such a, it brings in such a difference in, in opinion with boards and everything that place that I think you just go with what you want. 
and if you feel like if you feel like it's running away then yeah add the bit add the, add the volume but if not just stick with what you've got i think yeah yeah definitely i think for me being a bigger guy especially when i try and hit hit that main section when i land i sink <laughs> and the wave bounces over me so i try and go a little bit more volume to like yeah so how tall are you push me out how tall are you six foot yeah so 183 90, double me 90, then. <laughs> yeah 92 kgs so yeah bigger, Maybe, bigger yeah. boy yeah more yeah. volume then, i reckon yeah yeah definitely around my waist <laughs> oh, that, you mean boards yeah <laughs> our age now guys it's our age isn't it yeah definitely well you're still a lightweight compared to me but i'm rocking at the 113 kgs so uh yeah i need as much volume as i can get Say again. I have run into the um, the uh, NMD trap, so I have three NMD boards now. Um, I bought a secondhand NMD Ben player. Uh, I think I got it for like forty quid, and it's my favorite board. I've traveled all over with it. It's just a straight PE core single stringer, um, and absolutely love it. It's forty three inch. Then I bought a NMD bass off my mate. That's a forty four. So if it's a, a bit smaller and a bit more of a paddle, I like to take that. It gives me way more volume. Um, and then I did a trip to Indonesia. We've had this conversation pretty yeah, quite a lot, Aaron. Yeah. Um, yeah. To Watakurung. So I've got the NMD Ben Player, Quad Concave, PP. Most of the boards, to be honest with you, I ride with no stringer. So I pull the stringer out really? on the uh, ISS. Mostly, I think that's because, because we're older and we're not doing such... M- massive moves they take much longer to break in yeah so i find that like uh, my um my pp board my uh quad concave i've only ridden that in warm water for one week and i just didn't have enough time to break it in so i felt the first two days it was really stiff yeah put the stringer out and then the second two days way better yeah much much better way more flex got much more bite on the on the scoop, it changes my riding completely just by taking the stringer out. So, yeah, that was. And a, once a, once you've broken the board in and it's a bit floppy, you can stick the stringer. Put in. the stringer back in. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, uh, See, I've I've yeah. never I've never gone with the ISS stringers. I know a few friends have and stuff, but I think because I'm so addicted to the NRG because it gives me mm-hmm. the warmth and the cold. I've yeah. never never tried it. It's a bit gimmicky, to be honest. If you went out and purchased a whole bunch of stringers you might get the best of it and if you were really breaking boards in uh you might be able to change the stringers out but for me most of the boards my stringers are just in the shed i don't even yeah. use them anymore i don't think that we're most riders outside the professional ranks most uk riders especially i wouldn't recommend going to the iss the thing with my iss is it was the only option available for a pp board when i when that i bought board. it to, to travel board. Yeah. that was it didn't have any other options so i kind of had to pay for it but yeah all good. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had a few ISS boards, but I've never changed the stringer. Like, yeah. It's all, this, all yeah. the standard one that goes in and that sort of ride. So. Really? It's a medium flex. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with the new Pride boards, they've got this radical flex. I don't know if you've seen them. It, it, it's just like an upside down U. Mm-hmm. I didn't really think much of it. And I thought that was a bit of a gimmick. But until I hit slightly warmer water at the wave, the board literally is like that and you can feel it so you've got like the nose and then it reflexes in the tail as you're pulling up and putting the weight in it's a wow. really good concept 
and you you can feel it moving yeah <clears throat> interesting yeah board manufacturing and um composition and stuff we could do a whole nother podcast on that podcast exactly on that and and dive into to what's out there at the moment there's all sorts of stuff there's the um <laughs> the alien flex now that's coming up uh, from um refresh. portugal yeah, yeah. shape Shep, refresh body boards yeah he's bringing out the alien flex there's all sorts of stuff that we can we can go into i read an article today about uh mushroom boards so boards mushrooms yeah yeah a dude in port call is um replacing uh poly poly products so that's polyethylene polypropylene with a mushroom based i don't know don't oh, quote man. me on it but yeah crazy there's all sorts of weird stuff out there going on yeah this podcast let's um jump into what we kind of set up to do we can dive straight into the 2022 ibc world tour so what i'll do is just run through Kind of a, a quick breakdown and then we can go through your thoughts on it from there so the ibc 2022 walter took place from april 2022 through to october uh the same year it started off in arica and finished off in our front on men's events there were eight events women's events six and three dk events there were junior events but that's too complicated to go through yeah. so we'd leave those for now the biggest purse was antivagasto for 90,000 US dollars, which for bodyboarding is quite a good purse. There was a new event that hasn't been on the World Tour before. Uh, that was the Visit Maldives Pro. We also had the-, the and, and Walker Bay. And Walker oh. Bay, yeah, absolutely. First South African event, yeah. Massive. We also had the first woman's standalone event, which was the Wahin Pro uh, bodyboard in, in Brazil. We had competitors being fined for the first time for leaving events early and not sticking around for the prize giving, which was quite controversial. We had possibly one of the greatest ever performances in professional bodyboarding at the Antivagasta Pro with Amory Laverne. It was very well yeah, talked is, about. Yeah, is a machine. Absolutely. <laughs> a fully live stream tour, which I don't think that in the history of bodyboarding, we've had a full live stream world tour uh, with full full coverage. And then finally, very little Australian representation. So just about no Australians. I think the total was three Australians competing on the on the tour in any event. Just super disappointing from that one. Men's rankings going into this year. Uh, Tristan Roberts, obviously the winner. A pretty dominant performance across across the board. Uh, Tanner McDonald second and Anna Munoz was third. In women's, the women's event, it was Isabella Souza, Neymar Cavallo. And Sari O'Hara. DK was Dave Hubbard, Amelie Ravern, and um, uh, Ian Campbell, third. And one of the big things I think worth discussing is Pride Bodyboards taking number one and number one and number one in the men's and women's. I think the Pride Bodyboarding team and their marketing team must be super happy. Yeah. What was kind of your guys' favorite part of, of the tour? I definitely say for me that Maldives comp was an eye opener. It's pretty cool yeah. to see um a new wave in a part of the maldives that i didn't know had waves like right in, mm -hmm. in the city center um but yeah it was fully let like, me say the name fully functional con contest and so cool to see a new place that hasn't really been surfed all that much say um, the name al oh no i can't bro <laughs> Don't get myself tongue say the, do it say the name <laughs> yeah I'm, yeah I'm <laughs> yeah that it was by it, the yeah. airport yeah, <laughs> yeah <with> the bridge. 
but with a bridge yeah yeah. Um, yeah i couldn't agree more such a <laughs> wicked place i definitely actually come across that place earlier on in the year and when i saw it come up on the on the tour i was like yes that's wicked um mm. such a weird place and they did a really great job in hosting um i was listening to jay reels podcast the other day his 2022 wrap up and um he said they they were treated like absolute royalty for the full week that they were there so great for them visit maldives to, to get that going yeah, my my personal that that was the one I was hooked into watching, and and Jay Real as well. Going back to Jay Real, he was amazing with the commentary. He, he gives like so that much, full yeah. that full love. There's no there's no stopping it. It's just like I love this guy, and I love that wave, and it's just I love this competition. And mm-hmm. again on finals day, like you said, like the crowd was unreal just in that mm-hmm. little stadium. But yeah, that that's that's the one comp that caught my eye this year. And like you said, like, yeah, try and pronounce the names. Because at the end of the day, the only the only wave I knew in the Maldives was um, Hajaram Fushi, obviously low, low he's or low highs, and mm-hmm. Sultans. And then to be yeah. introduced to a new wave, yeah, like where the airport is, straight away, you're, you're on booking.com trying to book <laughs> into it and just go, you know what, this is cheap now. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to go out to the, um, the outer atolls. The, the resorts, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just stay in town. Yeah, yeah, that looked mad. Wicked. I'd, I'd, I'd say, and then standouts also uh, always like front on is just there, there's no wave quite like it. You right. know, like it's it's madness, and you you don't I even don't see know. pictures of surfers going out there. And I'm like, I look at it, I'm like, would I surf that place at like eight foot? Not a chance. <laughs> I'd be too scared. What wave could could challenge that on a tour? You, you're looking at Shark Islands, aren't you? And and maybe going back to Tahiti, but that front-on one, that is the pinnacle of of oh, our content. Yeah. It is, it is, that's why it's the, the premier event, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And they do such a good job. Mm-hmm. Overall, success, or do you think that it could, could do more? I th- Personally, I think this is the best year I've seen in a long, long time, because you've, you've added a couple, like the Walker Pro and obviously the Maldives one. You've added new new competitions i think they can add a couple more but obviously it's a time scale thing as we all know it, it, i think it's the best one if i'm honest this year personally there and also they were the waves they scored was absolutely unreal and going back to tristian tristian is like he'll he'll dominate it for a couple more years because he's got that um that sort of like fighter competitive like bit in him i think tanner mcdaniel We'll get there, but he needs to win something. He'll he I don't want him being second place man all the time. But yeah, I think Trishan's got it in the bag for a couple of years. It's cool to see like Alan Munoz is also another yeah. serious young, young up and comer. Tristan Tanner, those three are seriously <laughs> leading the way. But what's so cool to see is guys like Amori, who is a two-time world champion, come out and just smoke events. Jeff Hubbard, you know, it's still like he's towards his late forties now, and he came out in one walk of bay. You know, like we've still got these absolute legends floating around that are still mm-hmm. like right up there, and, and 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 can challenge the young guns for competition wins. And you know, like at one stage, I was like, oh, what's some Maury's actual mathematical mathematical chance you have getting in touch yeah. with Tristan and Tanner? You know, mm-hmm. it's it's so cool to see that we have all these legends around and then you know you you're talking about jay real on on commentary where i love is just like that they invite all the guys in you know you'll have jeff commentating and and adding adding a bit you know like it's so cool to hear from those guys and it feels like 
bodyboarding is more in touching distance with with that rather than that exactly. right above me i've got the surfing world tour on and you've got a whole commentary panel that really don't know what they're talking about half yeah. the time and yeah. I, f- I find the surfing world tour commentary shocking you know like just the bodyboarding guys are just talking about bodyboarding and their own experience mm-hmm. rather than trying to say the same thing a thousand different ways over and over again (laughs) yeah i completely agree i will safely say that if dave hubbard just turned around and said right i'll do the business this year and jeff could do all the rounds he would be world champion i could quite easily put my money on that he's an exceptional bodybuilder yeah he's incredible what he's still doing when you watch him out of pipe it's um jay real when what competition are oh, is it's from someone he called him rubber ribs and that, that <laughs> yeah. stuck he said what are your ribs made of rubber and i, yeah. oh, I, I that stuck to me then because his flexibility is insane just crazy yeah crazy yeah. there was a question that i asked a couple of guys the other day is do you think that that bodyboarding is aging or do you think it's maturing oh that is a tough one. It, I think it depends where you live. Yeah. I like in the UK scene. I think it's it. This is going to be very controversial, but I think it's um, aging. It, agree it, with that. It, yeah. That we're struggling to get the youth through in some sort of way. But then when you go to like places like Chile or the same with Australia, I think in Australia it might be aging slightly because there's not really much you've coming through there. But when you go to places like Chile and, and Central America, the kids are frothing for it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it, oh, God, it's a tough one. That is a tough one. <laughs> yeah, I'd I, 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 I tend to agree with you, uh, Aaron, in saying that it's definitely, in this country, it's aging. Um, you know, what, one of the things that I notice a lot is that you hardly surf with groms um, yeah. at any any beaches that I go to being London based, I, I have to travel. So I go to Cornwall, I go to North Devon, I go to West Wales, I go to North Wales, I go to the East coast, but I never, i like, I never really see Groms. And the other day I actually surfed with one, one chap and his dad. And I was like, yeah, so good to see you in the water. Yeah, I I, like in Pembrokeshire, I was like, yeah, cool. You know, like one, one young guy, but it's like, mm. it's such a, such a stark thing that if you go to any beach in, in the UK, you'll see thousands of bodyboards but people then tend to step up and go into surf lessons and they don't stick with the bodyboards so i don't know yeah. why that's happening in in terms of aussies like there's there's lots of kids who bodyboard in Oz, you know like mm-hmm. it's just it's very underground there you know and 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 because there's not a big comp scene there anymore they've got a few regional tour contests yeah and they don't have a world tour contest so we don't get exposed to them and and Unless you are like got your finger on the pulse and you're following all the Aussie guys and, and their Instagrams, because that's where all their all their mm-hmm. footage comes through is Instagram now. You you don't you don't you don't really know, you know, like Louis and 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 those guys in the in the West are like the only ones that I know. And they're they're like 25 already, 26, so they're not exactly wrong yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like, we we struggle with it at the wave as well. Like when you, you go to the wave and stuff, and I know it's like all standard orientated, but now they've brought in like the, the lessons and stuff. We we re- at the club we really struggle getting the younger generation in. When I was growing up, you had all you had the 360 magazine, you had all the publications and stuff, and you had all those British role models, Danny Wolf, Prisky, both Priskies to be fair, Barber and X amount of guys beyond story but you go out in Cornwall and you're still surfing with those guys yeah. there's still there's nothing underneath you've yeah. obviously you've got Catton and um, Alex Edmonds and, and kids like that but it's literally you count them on your hands 
it is a it is frustrating however then you go to central america and the juniors coming through there are absolutely ripping it up like the junior next competition time. completely next year even in portugal portuguese um juniors are tearing the place to pieces so uh, we can dive into that in, in another episode but uh, yeah, that, that another to, uh, yeah another <laughs> another one we can go through we can shift on to the 2023 world tour so that kicks off on the 23 20th of april starts with the women's events the the wahine pro in brazil and then runs all the way through until October, wrapping up in front on again. There's a new event on the calendar this year. Do any of you know what it is? Da -da 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 -da. So last year were eight events, this year nine events. Morocco has signed their space. Ah, oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, thought, I saw that was TBC. Is that confirmed no, now? It's been it, look, it looks like it's been confirmed now. So they've got dates in there. There's still, wow. still an asterisk, but... I think that now that they've confirmed the dates, that will kind of fall away. They're obviously still working on it, but yeah. Um, Do you know, what's the venue? I'd love it. Yeah. I'd love to see it at that that uh, left wedge that they have there. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, I didn't grab the name of the of, of the venue. I just know that Morocco is on on the cards for this one. So nine events. We start off in Iquique, Antofagasta, Arica. I'm going to screw this one up. Itacochira. There we go. Uh, Maldives, Sintra, Walker Bay, Morocco, and Fronton. Women's, you've got seven events this year, and DK3 again. Once again, no Australian competition or no Australian leg of the uh, the World Tour. It's worrying. So it is worrying. The frustrating thing is, is often to hear or read the comments on social media of the attitude. Now, I'm speaking not for the Australians, but definitely from what is visible, is that the attitude, attitude towards the World Tour is pretty negative, which is sad to see. But then on the flip side of it is that there's a lot of complaining that there isn't an event. I saw, I saw, I saw someone kicking off on the BBC page last week about that, and I was yeah. like, I typed out an answer, and I was like, you just got to ask yourself what 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 is needed to run a contest, and and I say that from a point of view that I tried to set something up here with a bunch of guys, and there's a whole there's a whole whack that goes into running a contest so it's not as easy as guys just going well why isn't there an aussie contest first you need people interested yeah in doing it then you need the money and, and you need to be able to prove to people that by sponsoring your contest you are going to get them coverage yeah you know? so it's it's such a double-edged sword so like it's easy to throw your hands up and go oh we've got amazing waves in Oz. why we should have contests you actually just need someone to stick their hand up in australia and go Look, guys, I'm prepared to put in the work to mm -hmm. try and try and get this going. Who else is interested? Who can we approach for money and sponsorship? I mean, because they had that um, contest in New South Wales that was sponsored by New South Wales go government for a while. The South Coast Challenge, you know, yeah, um, Kiama or Kamir, I don't know. Yeah, Kiama Beach, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, they had it there. I think I think Winnie won it the last time they had it there. You know, so it's possible, but it just needs people to do the work. And yeah. at the end of the day, maybe it is because we're all aging and we don't have the time and we've got to concentrate on <laughs> family and, 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 and jobs and things like that, that actually knocks us out and doesn't like, we're not available to put in the time, but when we're in our twenties in South Africa, that's what we were organizing, you know, like, mm -hmm. yeah, pushing it. now I'm in my forties. I've like, I've had a lot going on in my family life that I just didn't have the time to actually mm -hmm actually push it 
push it yeah you know and and i i, I wish to see other people run with it in oz in this country i know like there's a whole bunch of people kicking off about the nationals <laughs> being held in conjunction with the surfing guys you know some someone's got to do it so that yeah we really need people to put their hands up and and that's where it starts you know so that it, it's not it's not about moaning on social media it's actually about getting off your bum and doing something yeah, I, I, I did. I saw a lot of negativity regarding um, a certain com, com, uh, competition here in the UK. And I was a bit like, you know what? Do you know what goes behind it all? And like you just said, Al, it, you, you need so much to follow it through. And, and like you said, with the family and everything, it's not, it's not the motivation. Everyone's got the motivation. It's, it's finding the time now to actually mm-hmm. push the buttons and go for it. But and also with the sponsorship, I'm going to put on a bodyboarding competition what's bodyboarding and this is what the sponsors then come up with like oh yeah oh yeah what do i get back here's 10 here's 10k but what do i get back and that's what everyone's that's what people have to think about when it comes to all this sponsorship thing is what they are getting back yeah yeah how, how much visibility are they getting you know how yeah how many, ta- how many times are people going to watch the stream you know that how many times are they going to see their brand how many times is their brand going to be mentioned with yeah. sponsors you know that's that's the one thing that's they with, this, with, the, with the surfing on the background they they mention their product sponsors over and over again and that's yeah. that's 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 actually what it's professional broadcast broadcasting to make everyone aware that the money being spent on this world tour is actually getting the people advertising um the coverage that they need you know yeah yeah definitely i find it a, a strange thing is i've had a few people on the podcast um some relatively high-end bodyboarders a lot of them are, are loath to talk about their sponsors maybe it's not on the forefront of their mind they kind of either don't know exactly who their sponsors are or or what their sponsors do for them so when i reach out to people and say do you want to come on the podcast i'm like one of the things i say to them is there will be a session a section where you are able to run through exactly why people give you what they give you and and provide them with uh with the visibility that they are looking for yeah. A lot of bodyboarders, they, they don't really even get that concept. They don't understand it. Um, or maybe they do understand it. They, they're just loath to do it. It's very strange. The amazing thing to see with the bodyboarding world too is how many provinces or, or states actually sponsor mm-hmm. um, contests. You know, and that's yeah. a lot of funding because it gets the area's visibility. You know, like, mm-hmm. Honestly, I, did, I wouldn't have known that there's a ridiculous wage in Brazil if I hadn't ever watched that concert, uh, contest, you know, um, mm-hmm. especially well, look at, um, the Chilean look, ones, a lot, a lot of their, the, like the Antifa Augusta is spo- sponsored by the local local council, you know, that's where most of the money yeah. for Antifa Augusta comes from. Yeah. It's brilliant. The, it's called the, the Visit Maldives Pro. It's sponsored yeah. by yeah. the tourism board. It's in the name. Uh, it's in Fronton so, as well. Galdar, yeah. Yeah, Galdar. Yeah, it's the Galdar El Fronton Pro, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... Um, <laughs> I don't know. The frustration with Australia is you see the negativity on on um, on social media, but no one's at, no one's stepping up to to get it done. Yes, they do have the waves, they just don't have the organizer. And I mean, look at Dion. So Dion Mumbles, mayor. Yeah. There's there's no money in South Africa, and there's there was no event in South Africa. He worked his absolute ass off to get events and events off the ground. And yeah and going and you got it done no help from anybody else and got it done and it's on the the cards for this next year so well that was that that was 
that was my comment on that BBC rant is that <laughs> if you want advice, just ask Dion. Just he, Dion, ask Dion. Yeah. He, on he the shoestring budget every... against on the shoestring budget against the the um, exchange rate and um expensive plane ticket away from everywhere. Yeah. Just like <laughs> got it yeah. done. The and one got it done. The one thing I don't want coming from a waveful perspective. Like I know the WSL uh, have chucked one at Urban Surf like next year, is it? Or is it coming up? I don't want Australia to put the Urban Surf one on the tour. I think that will be a step backwards for Australia because there's a lot of talk uh, of like yeah. wave pool competitions and yeah. it could be the easy option financially. Yeah, yeah, I just think it's a step backwards for them. If if they if they and you could probably give us some good insight on this, if there was a wave pool, because it's inevitable, if there was a wave pool event on the IBC World Tour, the go-to would have to be Switzerland. Yeah, mate. One hundred percent. It's 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 geared up for a one wave expression session, biggest move go. Like that that setup is just unreal. It's like it's next level. It's completely next level. And yeah, if there was to ever be a contest, it would be you get four waves in a set. It would be two bodyboarders go out, get wave one, get wave two, bust out what you can, paddle back out, get a second set, bust out what you can, highest wave, like highest maneuver wins. That's that's how yeah. they would do it there. What what what's your opinion of that perfect swell pool? Like the Waco, um, there's now one in Brazil, which is absolutely bananas. Like those pools for me is where I'd want to see contests. And then they've got that other they've got that other pool, the Surf Lake in Oz, which also looks absolutely sick. Uh, that's our, I mean, Ben. That's our Ben Players, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. right. It is Ben yeah. Players, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He, I think he's got something to do there, but it's Aki yeah. and a whole bunch of people yeah. involved, and there's like four different waves across the lake. But they, yeah, the, the bodyboard slab is is pretty sick. It's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. It's named the Aki <laughs> slab. You you could literally do one wave on the slab, paddle fifty meters round, do one wave on the in, intermediate, paddle round, do another wave on the the mid wave, and then go round do the pro wave, do four waves in literally say 10 minutes and then that could be your set and that could be your points yeah. there's so much you could do there it's an interesting conversation again it's a um i think a it's another podcast yeah bring me yeah, back for the wave pool podcast the wave pool <laughs> podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah interesting concept it's i think it's inevitable we will eventually have to have wave pool competitions yeah, yeah the waves I, are getting so good and there's so much yeah. diversity in it two events that have happened over the beginning part of this year the bocas invitational has been has gone through and the uh los tombros pro both of them in central america al did you have a look into the uh the bocas i did i actually i actually kept an eye on it last from last year already when uh yeah. the science team went over mike stewart was doing live feeds and everything over there yeah um, and then i watched all the footage and yeah i had a look at the at the spot in panama it looks so fun um and eventually like it's a whole bodyboarding festival that they've put together mm -hmm. which they managed to launch in the middle of covid so yeah i'd, I'd really want to see that getting sanctioned by the ibc and, and actually joining the tour because it's a it's a good contest yeah yeah absolutely um winner this year and notable contestants we had plc over there who like in the footage is absolutely ripping you know whenever you get him out there he is just unbelievable he's he's one of those guys you know he's, he's a veteran now but 
Um, yeah. He's still so good. Just got beat though, didn't he? Got beat in the final. Yeah, PLC comes second in the in the Bocas, and some local hub hub rider won the won the Bocas. Yeah, Sir, Sir, Sergio Machado. Yeah, he, yeah. he was riding riding hub boards, and he just yeah he had yeah he, he was ripping. So um, yeah, got- Sa- Sammy did win the the DK though, so he's <laughs> he is he's pretty much untouchable at, in in contests at times. He, I'm sure he comes second last year in the Bocas and won the DK. And that's no, the, he, 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 he won the contest and he came second to the DK. Dub won the DK last year. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some good money on that on that little leg as well. I think overall, good contest. Um, and you'd love to see it uh, join the world tour. So, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And then the um, Los Tombros Pro, I saw some dude rock out the triple spin, which I haven't seen in a contest <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, did you see where they were getting off where how they were getting out the back on that place it's over the rocks like... over the rocks oh yeah, yeah that 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 it, it's a fun wave mine but it's sketchy that is like proper yeah. jump jump off the reef zobby out the back yeah absolutely but uh yeah i haven't seen a triple spin in a competition for a uh, <laughs> a very very long time Early 2000s Welsh Nationals. Yeah. Have you, have you seen the, the latest Hubboards clip that's come out with Dub with no fins on doing triple spinners? <laughs> yeah, mate. We've got 99 problems, but my fins ain't My one. fins aren't yeah. <laughs> well, What a clip with no fins. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh. And then one for the ladies was uh, the Los Ombros was uh, Veronica Carrera. Yeah, that's mate. The win on that one. So Central American good. local girl. Yeah. She's she charges mine. The 2023 Bay Equity Pipeline Challenge. Another controversial one. So how it's, do we get pipeline onto the RBC World Tour is the big question, I think. I think why did it that... come why did it come off? Permits basically and politics. Was, was that what it was, was it? I, I don't want to talk out of turn, but ultimately there were there was one person that held the permits for the pipe competition and that person wanted their name on the competition right and i don't want to talk but poorly or badly about anyone that person and if you go back in history you'll see the name that was always on that competition And, (laughs) (laughs) and there's legacy there there's a huge amount of history and i get it and it is what it is however there was a conflict of interest and they, the World Tour wouldn't allow the name to stay on, on the competition. And But this is going back years. This is not a recent yeah, thing. This yeah. is many, many years. It wasn't used and forfeited and now someone, now another company has purchased the, the permit and, and stumped up the money. Um, there are some interesting things that have happened. So legislation in Hawaii uh, says equal prize money for men and women's events and also mandatory categories so if you hold a men's event you have to have a, a woman's event whether it's one rider or 10 which is quite interesting yeah that's yeah. cool so, yeah um and and equal prize money so it's yeah. kind of like it's i've had this conversation with tracy evinger who arranged last year's the chicken or the egg is why are there so few me so few female competitors is that because the prize money is rubbish or has been in rubbish yeah. in the past or is the prize money rubbish because there's so female, so few female competitors? It's kind of a the catch twenty two. But this is one way to find out. To find out, yeah. The, the, the cream of the crop, ladies riding 
they are ripping. I mean, Isabella wow. Sosa, you you mentioned the Pride team earlier. She is unbelievable. Ayaka Suzuki is also she's unbelievable. Like she's a yeah. machine when it comes to competing. You know, she's not she's not a fan of the competitions. Like the last twelve months, has she? She's sort of like taking a back seat and just sort of yeah. She also wine. doesn't surf pipe that well, I've noticed. Mm. So she surfs much better in in small as well, yeah. um, smaller waves. So if you get eight eight to ten foot pipe, I think that's going to be a decide for her. Uh, the other competitor in the um, uh, in the Williams division is Valentina Diaz. Oh, who technically, she technically charges. may not be the greatest. She may not have all the moves, but Jesus Christ, she's a straight up. Hardline charge. Zero fear. Some notable riders joining this event. You've got uh, Gilliam Tomega is jumping in, <laughs> which is a throwback. I mean, he's Massive. just incredibly fit. I mean, he's obviously a lifeguard on, on the North Shore. He has been a lifeguard on the North Shore for the last 10 years or so. Andre Botha, he's confirmed he's competing. Another legend. Uh, Valentina Diaz, Ayaka Suzuki, Tanner McDaniel, Jacob Romero. Wow, that for a, a high flyer, yeah. Like yeah. yeah. His um, technique is like next level. Like how he keeps that yeah. up. Yeah. Also, another. He's not a spring chicken. He's been around for a bit. No. Dave Hubbard and Macrilly are all kind of the big names that have um, been confirmed for that competition. And I saw Alistair Taylor got a wild card, which. <laughs> Like I'll still he's got a wild card. No, wow. I saw, my, I saw uh, him comment and he's he's in, yeah. It's my school alumni, he is. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, Glenwood all the way. Yeah. How stoked are we that it's moved away from the book jam format? I didn't even like the name, mate, if I'm honest. <laughs> I don't it just didn't appeal to me, so I didn't even watch it. it it's well, you couldn't watch it, even if you wanted Oh, to. no, yeah, you couldn't, yeah. could you? I, I like the fact that it is a straight-up competition, you know, in a heat format, four people in a heat, and, and you got to go for it. You get a good few days of pipe, you just want your best guys going through and just ending Blast. up with your top guys in the final. Yeah, great. So that kind of wraps up the year of bodyboarding. I think it's going to be a great year. Thank you so much, guys, for jumping on. It's been Thank an absolute you. pleasure. We'll have you back soon. Thank yeah, you. Thanks, Thank mate. You. Really appreciate it. <laughs>